This episode of the Cryptonaut Podcast is brought to you by Cryptid Crate. Visit cryptidcrate.com and enter our promo code GRAMPUS, that's G-R-A-M-P-U-S, at checkout to get 10% off the entire life of your Cryptid Crate subscription. And with the holidays just around the corner, this is the perfect gift idea. Why battle all the lines in the big box stores when you can just jump on your PC, your tablet, your, uh, your phone, your web TV, whatever you got connected to the internet. Uh, yeah, and just go to cryptidcrate.com, sign up for the subscription, enter our promo code at checkout, and that's Grampus, G-R-A-M-P-U-S, to get 10% off the entire life of your Cryptid Crate subscription, and your holiday shopping is done for at least one person. You get it all set. So uh, there you go. Be sure to sign up for that. And again, thank you very much to Cryptid Crate for their continued support of this podcast. It is very much appreciated. Okay, and moving on, thank you to everyone who placed their orders at our T Public shop on the Black Friday sale, that is very much appreciated. Any purchases that happen over there go to help support this pod financially, and we appreciate it. Uh, we put up four new designs. We put up Heller Space, uh, which apparently is the most popular design that we put up, which is pretty cool because it's just white text and a black T-shirt, so that's awesome. Uh, we got the Veronish Aliens. We've got the Sam the Sandown Ghost Clown. And we also have the Elverde Entity. So we got four new designs. So be sure to head over to our Tee Public shop and check that out. They are available on T-shirts, crewnecks, hoodies, uh, mugs. We've got uh, travel mugs and coffee mugs. There's two separate things there. Uh, also, too, we got some totes. We activated the totes. So all of our designs are available on totes. So you can, uh, you know, pick the, pick the design you want. You can put it on the piece of apparel you would like and you can order it and it will arrive at your door in probably a week or so. Um, so yes, consumerism, support consumerism. We are a small cog in the print to order machine. And uh, again, we get a little kickback on the end when you guys order stuff. So that's very much appreciated. Uh, and yeah, this is just so happens that this is coming out on Cyber Monday. Who would have thought? So yeah, Cyber Monday, keep pushing product. The sales are continuing. Everything's like 30% off. And uh, I recommend everybody, if you are going to order anything from our Public shop, be sure to do it during the uh, time of the month when they have sales because things are a little bit cheaper and it helps, uh, you know, it helps with the shipping costs and whatnot. So, so there you have it. Uh, buy, purchase, consume, uh, do all that stuff. And uh, yes, so without further ado, Christopher Q., that, that creepy, creepy music. Podcast. I'm Mark Stores. With me, as always, is I'm Crass and Rob Morphy. Thank you for joining us. As always, social medias, Twitters, Instagrams, and Facebooks. Be sure to follow us. Uh, check us out there. We're always on there. We're always talking. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated for this podcast, for the Apple Podcasts apps and the iTunes. Uh, and also, too, if you're not on either of those platforms, you can feel free to leave us a rating and review on Facebook. We appreciate it greatly. Everywhere, anytime. Always uh, a delight. Everywhere. Always do it. Always bring it. Uh, this week... It's kind of a post-Thanksgiving uh, celebration. Indeed. I suppose. So uh, we're just going to get right into it, and we're going to get started with the big bird of Texas. The biggest. 
Everything's big in Texas, they right? They grow them big, man. And apparently they got gigantic Shit. birds. All so right. we're going to get started with, while this flying ape-faced monstrosity may share the same moniker as the affectionate yellow-plumed character adored by millions on Sesame Street, anyone who encountered this abomination in the late 1970s will tell you that this creature is anything but lovable. Truer words. So is this the anti-big bird? Oh, it's the anti-Sesame Street Big Bird in terms of appearance and, I guess, content of character. This is a raving dick oh, with a monkey head. It's just Big awesome. Bird with a goatee. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Like a little Frenchman's mustache yeah. and a top hat. Hey, uh, hey guys, what's up? Well, he, something's different about he, you today. Is he like tying women to train tracks? Like, yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing old-timey villains oh, ever yeah, do. Oh, yeah, he's just got a hat and his... Yeah, throwing his mustache. Terrible mustache. Terrible. Is it, was it a trope, right? It was absolutely a trope. Okay, that's a terrible trope. That is from silent movies, serials, and of course, wacky races. Yeah, go. it doesn't mean they didn't do it, though. It's true, they probably did. All right. Okay, so with, you know what? Before we get started, I want to say we're getting back into cryptozoology. We're we off on aliens for a little bit. Which we love. Which we but do. But this is one of the great classic cases in American cryptozoology. Totally. This is a phenomenon that caught the imagination of the entire uh, United States and probably even worldwide. The, the AIP and other wire services probably sent it out. So it became really big. It was sort of a flash of a series of really frightening events that sort of faded into obscurity in terms of pop culture, mm -hmm. but live on in the annals of cryptozoology as one of the most uh, just, it's one of those cases that epitomizes the fantastic spurt of cryptozoological events that happened in the 70s. Like yeah, those great moments that just sealed the deal and people went batshit crazy over. And what is more terrifying than a uh, giant flying asshole bird? Beginning in the winter of 1976, residents of South Texas's Rio Grande Valley were terrorized by a mammoth, gorilla-faced winged beast. Winged. English. Don't want to hear winged. gorilla and winged. No. The same. No, that's, you know, that instantly evokes memories of Oz. Well, duh. Every time. Yeah, that's every that's time. the deal. According to eyewitness reports, this creature had two huge blood-red eyes, a bald head, and perhaps most baffling, a translucent beak covering its ape-like maw. Why has it got to be translucent? That's gross. Oh, because I so gro if it was like a gorilla head that had a beak, you'd be like, all right, you're some kind of platypus motherfucker that are mixing mammal and, and avian in a way that I'm not comfortable with, but I've seen you before in New Zealand, so you kind of should exist, but you shouldn't. But when it's translucent, so it looks like this weird plastic fucking Halloween mask. No, yeah, it's like some good body. Then you're like, God damn it. God damn! It. I don't know if that's local or not. Slim Goodbody. Yeah, oh was it? God. Was it local? If Slim I feel like Goodbody is a regional thing. Let us know. What may have been the first <laughs> sighting of the big bird, as it came to be known, occurred near the end of 1975 when two police deputies from Harlingen had an early morning encounter with a bird, which they claimed had an over 10 foot wingspan, while it glided over their patrol cars. No, they're lying. Yep. See you next, see you next so, week. So real, see. real quick, <laughs> yeah. a 10-foot wingspan, though, is not really, like, abnormal. Well, it's it's I mean, big. it's big, but we have 10-foot wingspan no, birds on we have condors and other yeah. birds that have... Okay. All right. But it, I'm, I'm assuming it's a full-plumed chimpanzee, so it's a striking, <laughs> a striking appearance. Okay, all right. The first official sighting of the creature that would come to be known as the Big Bird, however, occurred on January 1st, 1976, when 11-year-old Tracy Lawson and her 14-year-old cousin Jackie Davies saw the beast while playing in Lawson's backyard near Harlingen, Texas. The two girls claimed that they saw the creature standing approximately 300 feet away in an irrigation canal. Lawson, frightened yet intrigued, 
went inside to get her binoculars. When she returned, Lawson did not spy the large bird she expected, but a mysterious five-foot-tall winged monster that seemed to be staring directly back at her. Oh, so yeah, you go that's to always get your, the way. Yeah, you go to get your binocs, and you come out, and it's just like... What are you doing? I know it's right out of looking a bad at movie. You? It's like, yeah. why are you looking at me? Yeah, you're looking scanning, at you. you're scanning, you find it, and it's directly <laughs> yeah, it's looking at your, your ass. Eyes. You're like, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> just thinking about the girl looking in the binoculars, then she sees, and it's like, hi. The fuck? Just locks eyes, <laughs> like, we're doing this. This is happening. What made matters even more frightening for the girls is that the creature did not take off as one might expect a bird to do. Instead, it slowly stepped backwards until it was consumed by shadows. Oh, that's the, just dirty. The asshole moment. It's yeah. like, yeah, you see me I'm now. I'm looking at you. Step. <laughs> step, step, step. You slowly back. Yeah. Oh, oh you're the man. fucking yeah. worst, big Do we bird. Have, okay, at some point, yeah. side note. Have a good have, night's sleep. <laughs> we have, we, we, at some point, we got to get video for this because just watching Chris do that is <laughs> the funniest thing I've seen of all fucking weeks. So. Yeah, it's like this sneaking back into the shadows. Yeah. Like, you see me, I it's see like you. That, it's like Bye. a dirtbag moonwalk. Yeah. It's like, well, I see you, you see me. But it's a five-foot oh, monkey-faced bird. Am I flying away? No, I'm just slinking, I'm honey. Just I'm just slinking yeah. back. Guess who's going to be here tomorrow? Me. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's my big bird impression. <laughs> yeah. Oh, very nice. Very nice. I think I'm actually more off-put by seeing birds walk. Well, because they got the backwards ass yeah, fucking but things. Yeah, it's just weird when they walk. I'm like, stop. Yeah, but what but kind of just like a normal, a normal bird? I, okay, normal I am. I'm not. I'm I, you know, the reason I'm asking I know, this. No, you're I, a bird hater. I hate birds with a passion. I know a lot of people that are actually afraid of birds or hate birds, and that's something I don't understand. Because to me, at best, they're beautiful. At worst, they're a mild annoyance when they poop on things I they shouldn't. Don't... But I never look at a, a bird with fear. I never look and go, oh, fuck. Yeah, no, no, me Oh, fuck, there it is. No, if I see a robin outside <laughs> my window, I'm not going to hunker down and like get the weapons. Like, I'm so not going to do that. Down, it's spring. Everyone fucking get in. <laughs> they're coming. Get the kids. I, I, get the children. You know what happens in the spring. Actually, my wife, Nicole, too, is not a big fan of uh, of birds at all but no, I, you know, yeah, she I, had an, I had an incident as a kid where i got um sort of attacked by a goose sort of like it chased me they're dicks i know and it scared the shit out of me and then um actually at work i had it's it's so dumb because i was where i worked there's quote-unquote tanks and i was walking near a tank and out of nowhere this there's like a shitload of ducks on the other side that i couldn't see and i scared them and they all just came up at once at me and i just went, ah! Like, like a wacky fucking moment in the comedy. Right, so kind of a phobic so, response. Yeah, so like it's, it's a little bit of one. But I mean, like I said, I'm not terrified to the point where like I'm going to freak the fuck out. So it's just, not Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds, yeah, your no, perpetual no, 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 no. terror. No, I just prefer to stay the fuck away from them. So, All right. Because whatever, they, they are what they <laughs> are. Tops. Yeah. Right. And, that, and and that's not I'm not disparaging anyone out there that has a pet bird although I don't really understand how it's a pet but that's okay. Oh no, they're just loud. Yeah, they're, they're just shit making yeah. noise hounds. My mom is um is is a big bird lady. God bless her. Yeah, no. No. That's terrible. The terrified cousins for reasons that we mentioned <laughs> wasted no time in alerting their parents to the unusual apparition that they had seen, but Perhaps not surprisingly, their parents, who had yet to hear any reports of the soon-to-be-notorious creature, were skeptical of the girl's story and dismissed their report out of hand. Which is a tragic Here continuity we that we've seen in the 70s. Parents 70s just believe parents, your kids. 70s parents well, didn't fucking should, care. No evidence required. Believe them. Yeah. Ha! Get out there. Trust your goddamn <laughs> kids when they see slinky-ass, darkness-hugging monsters. <sighs> It's the, seven, it. it's the 70s. You guys were around. What was going on? What well, were parents doing? We, well, we, we weren't like 
I mean, we were young. We were young. Yeah, but was it just cigarettes dis- in disco? Is All what I, this is what I remember. It wasn't the era of century. We were like... 80s was when we grew up. Like 70s yeah, true. was we were just right. still learning how to live on our own and not die. <laughs> it's, it's true. Like, it's true. We were just barely functioning youths. I was I was word. in kindergarten in 80. So okay. it wasn't like we were functioning like on our own right. in the right. 70s. Okay. Toddlers. We got hand-me-down I disco re- clothes. I do remember two things. <laughs> Maybe that's just me. I don't know. It was grimy as fuck because all 70s were just the grimiest. It was like a Kojak episode come to life. All right. And two, adults never believed anything I said. Okay, good. Those are the only two memories I have of the 70s. Like everyone was busy working and smoking and going to the disco. Oh, everyone like, I got things to do. Dude, I swear every... there was a cloud of smoke everywhere I went as a child. Every yeah. restaurant, L- every store. looked like Barney Miller. It really did. Really? See, I don't I have it no was recollection. Just <laughs> it. That's what it felt like. Unforgiving, and that was the world. It was cold. And that's why we're hard. There was disco. <laughs> yeah. And that's why we're hard. So the parents, the parents of these two unfortunate lasses were skeptical. That was until the next day when one of their parents discovered a series of massive three-toed tracks. These imprints were featured on a local news broadcast, and it wasn't long before monster mania began sweeping across southern Texas. Oh, southern Texas monster mania in the it, 70s? It's just like oh, the best wrestling event that never so happened. Yeah, fucking awesome. On the same day, January 2nd, Tom Walden claimed to have found a set of unusual three-toed tracks that measured eight inches across. That's not length. That's width. Embedded in the ground near his Harlingen home. You want to know what their length was? What's that? I don't fucking know because they didn't, they didn't mention say, that. Yeah. Apparently, they were satisfied with eight inches wide. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. So think. we all have to live in ignorance now. <laughs> Douche. We don't care about length. Just give us the width. We don't fucking. We'll shoot it regardless. Fair enough. There you go. There would be a few days of calm until the wee hours of January 7th when San Benito, Texas police officer Arturo Padilla claimed to have seen something extraordinary in the headlights of his cruiser. Padilla described the creature as looking like a really big bird, approximately five feet in height with a 12-foot wingspan. I know, duh. <laughs> I know. Duh. duh. It's duh. just, you think, a really big, that's yeah. a stunning, startlingly <laughs> accurate description. My God. It's a giant bird. No shit. As striking as the proportions of this avian anomaly were, you're welcome. Nice. Far and away the most intriguing aspect of this airborne ogre were its bald head and simian-like features complete with the aforementioned bright red eyes. Yeah, so Padilla I, what sees fuck? a giant bird, but it's got a monkey face with these glowing-ass red eyes. See, I immediately think of like an orc from like Lord of the Rings, like when they were, uh, what was it? Was it the Battle of the Five? Was it the second movie or the third movie when the, they brought the orcs out of them, they birthed them in mud or whatever, and they came out, and they looked like they had like monkey faces? It was either one or two. I, can't, I think it was two. Well, two, I, I, two I was Helm's that. Deep. But yeah, I don't. I, I think Holmes, I don't maybe. know if they birthed them in that movie or before that. Part. So remember they they came out of the mud. They were all fucked y- up. Y- yeah, it all blends like together for me. But That's regardless, I, mean, right. I know what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, there was too. this like proto simian kind yeah, of yeah, kind of like features that they yeah, had. Like real rough, shitty skin and kind of like me. Shit monkeys. Yep. And your complexion is a lot better than you give yourself credit for. <sighs> so when they say bird, I'm dry. Are we talking like a normal bird that doesn't doesn't really have a like long, not like an ostrich that has long legs? Well, right. let's talk, normal, let's talk you know about what we know so far. A normal bird. Okay. With I normal... don't believe it has extended legs because that was never in any right. Like a normal bird, like a robin sparrow. So, but, but like I would say more like a condor or a bird of prey. Okay. 
But in place those of the head, right? But those proportions, a simian gorilla-like face, okay. and glowing red eyes, glowing red eyes, and occasionally seen, I guess, depending on the light and how it's reflecting, a translucent beak. Okay. Some of the cases don't mention the beak, and so it just has the ape head, and other ones do, which to me is less indicative of uh, non-corroboration and more indicative of mm. sometimes you can see through it and sometimes you can't. If it's translucent, I suppose. Yeah, if it's translucent, right. but it, it is what okay. it is. I can't help but to harken back to the Bruja Rubio a little bit, where we had a witch attacking a family. I don't remember what episode, but I'm oh, sure yeah, our listeners yeah. know, that had a human head attached to a full-on bird's body. Yeah, right. So while nobody in, in Texas was... Uh, Spell casting, uh, you know. Well, we can't. No, we can't be sure that didn't happen. No one was saying that <laughs> I mean, it was Max the result. Still is right there. So. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. No one was saying this was a result of some sort of supernatural manipulation. <laughs> but we can't help but to throw that into the theory box as we're going right. through this. Spells, okay. Right. I mean, birds with red eyes are not normal, unless you're in West Virginia and some Mothman, or even that, even then, or Cornwall's Owlman. Oh, that's right. Let the eyes go. Right. Almost immediately following his initial encounter, Officer Padilla's colleague, Officer Homer Galvin, also reported seeing the thing. But due to his distant proximity, all he was able to discern was a large black winged creature silhouetted against the sky. So a touch of corroboration, but... Later that night, at approximately 8.30 p.m., Alverico Guajardo was eating dinner with his family in their trailer home just outside of Brownsville, Texas, when his harrowing encounter with the unknown began. Without warning, the family's trailer lurched to the side with a deafening crash, as if a large bag of concrete had smashed into the outside wall. Understandably fearing for his family's safety, Guajardo courageously grabbed a knife before venturing out into the inky darkness. Outside his trailer, he could only make out the vague silhouette of a large animal laying on the ground. <gasps> so it hit. It's down. The fucking bird it's, hit his trailer? It might not be out. Can you imagine you're eating dinner? What? And all of a sudden, your whole domicile is like, and you're off to the side. Everyone's lurching like a fucking boat in Jaws. You write yourself. You're terrified. Your kids are screaming. Your wife is fucking trying to hover over them and protect them, surely. You grab a knife because it's the best you have, and you go outside to try to figure out what the fuck a just on the ground. basted exactly the side of your trailer and you see a fucking large silhouetted just thing hanging out laying on the ground wow. so clearly it got the wind knocked out of it but you're like i don't know what the fuck this is did somebody catapult Dude. a bear what's going on <laughs> somebody catapult Dude, maybe. a bear the options are Who open uses He's bears you know kids catapulting bears ogres use bears for catapult <laughs> they probably do so actually. true they probably Ogre do. Jack. yeah lacking a flashlight Guajardo sagely went to his station wagon and switched on the headlights. The prone creature instantly reacted to the harsh glare of the light and began to push itself up. Mm. Guajardo would describe this thing as a brown-winged creature standing about four feet tall. He claimed that it had silver dollar-sized, terrible-looking eyes. That's a quote. Okay. A three- to four-foot beak and large wings that covered most of its body. The still-dazed creature leered at Guajardo from a distance of 15 feet for the better part of two minutes. I don't know oh, if staring I can do this. Yes. I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> you going to blink? I ain't going to blink. Like, unless this thing you is... You moving? Is, you moving? I, you got, moving? I got a knife. You got a beak. Hey, you got a knife? I got a beak. What are you going to do? <laughs> Knifey beak. Knifey beak, yeah. They're both technically knives. True. Yeah. But fucking, unless this thing is between me and my door, I don't know if I have this... You know, Ennio Morricone, Sergio Leone standoff. No, I mean, I, if you're yeah, mate, yeah, there's if no... you're armed with like a firearm, I get it, because you might be like, 
you might not want to take a shot and just okay, what's this gonna do? Like you know, you go your way, I go my way. But it just seems like he has a knife. This thing's looking. He's looking at it like for two minutes. Two minutes. Yeah. I mean, I always think you know, in the grand scheme of things, two minutes is so short. But I always try to ascertain the amount of time that goes by when I'm disturbed by something. I don't know why. It's no, something yeah, I've done since right. I was a kid. And fucking mere seconds seems like half a lifetime. Yeah. yeah. So if you're doing this shit for two minutes, it's got to feel like fucking forever. All right. So they have their two minute fucking eyeball standoff. Yep. That was until the creature suddenly unleashed a terrible, shrill, pulsating noise which seemed to emanate from its throat. So not a typical fucking like condor or eagle shriek. No. We're talking some fucking. Toho Studios, Shiro Honda, well, fucking monster. That's what it trill. sounds like he's saying. I, I wish it sounds man, like it has a I sonic weapon. Terrible, shrill, According to him. pulsating noise <laughs> that, that seemed to emanate from its throat, not the diaphragm necessarily, yeah. not the mouth, the throat. Okay, which is kind of understandable. I don't know where vocal cords oh. are, but I think they're probably I in the think, throat. Yeah, they're in this area. Yeah, in your throat, right? I, I don't even know where they are in people. I certainly don't know where they fucking are on birds or half bird, half ape monstrosities. Okay, so we're just gonna take it at face value. Sure, it has that a weapon. It has there a fucking go. sonic weapon that oh, it uses geez. to devastate all those that fucking stand in its way. Oh, okay. okay. Oh wow. Let's go. Right. Right. I know, I, am I, I jumping too far? Do I, no, no, no. I mean, if it has a knife for a for a face and a translucent knife for a face, it clearly is gonna have some sort of sonic weaponry in its throat to uh to further attack you strangely wahardo would later confirm that he never saw its beak move so it gives off this sound of like a vibrating throat sonic weapon right but doesn't open its fucking beak curiously though the animal did not fly away but much like in the lawson and davies incident from days before it instead chose to back slowly into the darkness until oh, it could on, no longer man. be seen. What? It's his just fucking a deep de- move. His defense thing is to moonwalk into the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, when that's when that's your fuck off. If you think about it, though, I mean, flying, just flying, you know, it's taking off. You're gonna be like, oh, if it just walks away in the shadows, you're like, we're still on, we're still on the battleground. It didn't leave. It's just taking a couple of steps back to regroup. It is infinitely more terrifying. It is, yeah. That it slowly shirks its way back why into the fucking it f- darkness. Okay, so the big question on the table is here. We'll table it for a bit, but why Why doesn't it fly? Which is interesting. I don't know. It just smashed into a fucking trailer, so it could have yeah. been injured. Well, all right, was but, this is, but this is the second time that it walked away, like, not in defeat, but in, like, I'm going to be back to get you. I mean, it was seen. Well, no. You don't know that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But I like I to believe what you're saying I, is true. I have a narrative in my head that I'm following. Okay, this thing is building up to its grand First of all, the plan. first one, you don't know if the thing actually was staring at the person who saw it through that. Just because it Wait, looked like... Oh, you're talking about the, the first thing encounter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, the little There's girls. no guarantee that there was staring... You don't know that. Okay. You don't know that. All right, but for the sake of fun, we're going to say that we're gonna, locked okay. eyes from... And, yes, and it moonwalked into the background. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Lawson's word for All right. it. All right. But, so Padilla, Officer Padilla, saw it flying. So right. that's the one flying. Maybe this thing's really super shitty at flying. Maybe it is so heavy that it, can, it just has to work up the nerve and the so, energy to take flight... Maybe well, it's a yeah. fucking a shitbag wizard. Is it like a t- who's just not used to turning into a goddamn <laughs> bird? Bag wizard, and he just like transforms, and he's trying to torment an ex girlfriend or something that lives in well, fucking the, this one is the Texas area, and so, he keeps fucking up and hitting trailers and doing dumb shit, and he's so embarrassed and he can't fly, so he just looks hard and kind of walks his way yeah. in the shadows. He's like, yeah, you know what. <laughs> 
I mean, or it's kind of like it's a, kinda like a turkey where even though it has wings, it's not necessarily meant for flight. No, Mark, but here's the but thing: they, can, they just they fall can. out of trees if it like can't assholes. Fly. I've seen them fly into trees. I've seen them fall out of trees. Yes, but I've seen them fly into trees. They're terrible at flight. All right, so we can acknowledge that they're not the best <laughs> aviators. But if these things were fucking land dwelling birds like the fucking dodo or various other things, then they would have been seen more often. I think right. we all have to assume that, at the very least, if this is a cryptid and that it is an unknown species, that it must have flown from somewhere more remote. Otherwise, it would be in the history books and the in the zoological record right. rather than just a series of paranormal events we're talking about. Okay. So, so it has to fly occasionally, but it just might be really shitty at it, right. or maybe it's injured and that's why it stopped in this area well, and it's just that trying to recover. Seems sort of likely. Okay, but there's not. There's is there more descriptors because there's no description. There's a big ass beak which isn't describing well, the other some ones. Say that this one says it's like a two to three foot beak. That's a big fucking that beak a covered beak. in wings. Covered in wings. wings. Yeah. What? <laughs> you might be misquoting a little. It, it the beak has was, wings. No, no, no. They said that the bird was covered in giant right. wings. Right. Yes. But, but this didn't yeah. have glowing eyes. Had terrible. Right, let me go exactly eyes. to what silver silver dollar, dollar size terrible eyes. Ter- yep, terrible silver dollar-sized eyes, a three to four foot beak, a three to four foot beak, which is odd because he thought the thing was only four feet tall. So I you're know, literally massive, talking about I know. a it's beak. Huge, yeah. It's like a fucking, it's like a goddamn eyes wide shut mask. It's like a nightmare fucking. Yeah, no, it's like, like, uh, it's a like one of those plague masks. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. would have fucking but, worn. But worse. Yeah, seriously. And large wings. Okay. Not a real description oh. of how big they were. A terrible fucking sonic boom from its throat. And then the fucking, the stalk back. All right. I can't help but think of like Lee Van Cleef all dressed in black, fucking Sergio Leone style. Yeah. Like, oh, we'll yeah. get you another time. Yeah. Don't worry about it, kid. <laughs> we'll be seeing you soon. <laughs> <laughs> That's quick wind move. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hardo seemed genuinely terrified by his encounter, according to reporter George Cox of the Brownsville Herald, who interviewed him the following morning. The next day, the newspaper ran a story about Wajardo's inexplicable sighting and quoted the undeniably terrified eyewitness as saying, I was scared. It's got wings like a bird, but it is not a bird. The animal is not of this world. Hmm. Which seems pretty crazy because if all it has is a giant beak and wings, it is a fucking bird. That's what I mean. What do you mean, though? Yeah, what does he mean? It's not a bird. Did he see kind of simian features but didn't... Why would really you report it? Not report it. I'm assuming it's just, obviously just because of the size. He's saying like, well, this is this. No, this but that's not an impossible. No, it's not an impossibly huge four foot by well four by four foot is fucking weird. But right. <laughs> that'd be a weird bird. But a four foot tall bird with a super big beak. I mean, that could be a, a Huron or a fucking stork. That, I know that's what I keep thinking. Fucking, but right. I mean, do they, are they down there? Like, yeah, I'm sure they herons, go especially there. I mean, California condors. Yeah. Those are But if you see ridiculous. a California condor, and if one just fucking happens to hit your trailer, scares the shit out of you, you go out and try to fucking knife fight it, and then you see it, <laughs> are you going to say, it was a huge bird, I think it hit my trailer accidentally, oh, it play, scared the shit out of me, beat it. I was going to kill it, or do you say, Challenge it. it's from out of this world, it's inexplicable. It makes me think he saw characteristics that, you know, Cox unfortunately did not relay, right. that struck him as being decidedly non-bird-like. Yeah. I don't know that. I, mean, I, I, I don't know. That it's you wouldn't not... say that if it was just a giant bird. You could say, it's bigger than any bird I've ever seen, or it's bigger than any bird I know of that lives in Texas. It was crazy. Right. But he didn't say that. Right. He said, it's not a bird. It had wings, but it's not that, a right. bird. It, Jesus. That's, that's what he said. It's terrifying. 
Oh, that's California Condor. But of we and huge. Yeah. And you know what? One of the one of the it's one of the main um, uh, things skeptics go to when they're trying to uh, you know just wipe away any paranormal elements to the story. They always say it's California Condor. They're bald. They got kind of an ugly face. They have a huge wingspan. It ended up in this area of Texas and people misinterpreted it. And that's all good and well. And maybe for one or two sightings, it could be. Right. But this continued spate of sightings and this distinct um, primate-like facial feature description to me uh, indicates that something maybe a little weirder was going on. Yeah, maybe. Right. Not with this maybe. one, though. There's no primate one in this one. No, he doesn't say it, but he yeah, does yeah. say it's not a bird. He's not a, right. Right. Okay. On January 14th, 1976, Raymondville resident Armando Grimaldo, what a phenomenal name. Armando Grimaldo. Yeah, that is my new suit. I do yeah, like that's that. A, that's pretty good. Claimed to have had the most harrowing encounter yet chronicled with this aerial atrocity. According to Grimaldo, as he was walking outside, he suddenly heard a loud flapping sound accompanied by an odd whistling noise. Just as he glanced up to find the source of this strange noise, a pair of large talons grabbed the back of his shoulders, tearing his shirt and sending him crashing to the ground. Whoa. An attack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we call it. An attack. You motherfuckers. Hey, I... <laughs> an attack. Correct. Talk to me about it. <laughs> An attack. Let me clear my throat. Grimaldo managed to scramble to his feet and dove under a nearby tree for protection. He could only stare in horror as the big bird mercifully flew away. Neighbors responding to Grimaldo's shrieks claimed that they found him in his backyard shaking and screaming, his shirt and jacket shredded by the creature's claws. Grimaldo would later describe his airborne assailant as a soaring, gorilla-faced creature with leathery bat-like skin. He was transported to the Willacy County Hospital in a state of shock. Hmm. Understandable. So now we're going back to gorilla face. But interesting here. Leathery wings? Leathery wings. Yeah, that's is, different. You know, all of a sudden that makes us start thinking bats. It's easy to think California condor when you just get the description of wings, but feathers aren't always associated with this thing. Right. And this is the first description of decidedly bat-like wings. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So is this a mutant bat? Is this... Well, is there a side descriptor in this one? I'm assuming it came from the back. Yes. Yeah. So, it, I mean... but there's So no... it hit him from the back, taloned him. He fell down. He looks... Rolling for safety. He looks as it's taking off. He leathery, sees Leathery, whatever. Okay. That has bat-like action. So I'm assuming that this action was not necessarily an, an attack, but it was more like a capture maneuver. Well, where it was no, gonna, it was going to come down and just grab him and then take off. Maybe that's still an attack. Well, yeah, but I, but it was it was trying to get it to sink its claws. It looks into him like and take a predatory off. move. You're right. I guess is what I'm trying the to say. The way he's yeah. describing it, it does. Totally. Yes. Yeah. It's interesting. It, I mean, at least it proves that this thing can be aggressive. Like, hitting the trailer could be an accident. It Hanging could, out in someone's fucking irrigation gully yeah, could just staring. be some shit he's doing. Yeah, but now it made it move towards man. It's well, crossed the line. if it's the same yeah. thing, which it may not be. Oh, maybe it could be something different. Absolutely. The description is not unlike those of various winged monkeys that have been seen in some of the most remote regions of Earth, such as the Indonesian Orangbati, the Vietnamese Ahul, Cameroon's bat-like Oli, Oli Tau, I always say that word wrong, and even North America's dubiously monikered Bat Squatch. Oh, yeah. we, we, we have to have a Bat Squatch episode. Absolutely. We absolutely have to. It's fun. A squat or a bad? <laughs> <laughs> 
That's wow. a way inside joke. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Super inside baseball. Soon after, a 21-year-old man from Eagle Pass named Francisco Magallanes claimed that he was attacked as well. Law enforcement officials stated that the victim had marks on his shoulders and his physician, Dr. Arturo Bates, told police the marks were made by some type of animal or bird, not specifying So this which. is the second attack. At least reported. Right. In- interesting. On January 18th, two unnamed soldiers claimed to have seen the creature on a ranch near Potite, which is a fun place to live, I it imagine. It is Potite. On February 24th, 1976, three teachers from San Antonio claimed to have seen the big bird near Harlingen as well. The trio indicated that the creature did not look bird or bat-like, but resembled most an order of formerly extinct reptiles that were thought to have been wiped out along with the dinosaurs nearly 65 million years ago, known as pterodons. Wow. So we got a full-on fucking pterodactyl sighting. Yeah, I was going to say, So that just jumps everything. This is either where the fucking case jumps the shark or where we get fucking balls deep into some real Fertian shit. It's a long story, but I did actually meet someone who claimed to uh, have seen a pterodactyl. We're not going to talk about it right now. That's fair. Okay, good. Let's continue. I want to talk about it now. We can't. It was in a bar. He was probably he was drunk. Okay, you say it's in a bar. Yeah, don't let's. Just... Yeah, but you know what? Let's not dismiss the... alcohol. Alcohol does not make you hallucinate. He claimed that he saw a pterodactyl. We'll talk about it later. All right. Let's just no, but it doesn't make you not see pterodactyls. Ah, it's true. Or if you're really <clears throat> fucked up, you're like, I love pterodactyls. You just see them everywhere. I drink a lot. I don't hallucinate. But do you love pterodactyls? No, but it changes. It you changes. Do. <laughs> I don't think you it will change do. your perspective on things. Yeah, that's fair. It's true. I I did see what looked like a little pterodactyl when I was taking out the garbage some years ago, as you guys might recall. Yeah, was it I remember. Was it tiny? You tell yeah, me about Chris it. Immediately. You called me. Oh, really? It was about maybe a six, seven foot wingspan at most. It screeched at me. Oh, I thought it was like this big. No, everyone like, wants to. Everyone, ee, everyone ee, wants ee, to tell ee. me it's a it's a goddamn turkey vulture, but. It was some weird shit well, that came over my head, There's screeching. There, I yeah. dropped to the ground like a goddamn terrified bunny. You tuck and rolled. Tuck and rolled completely. I looked <laughs> up and I saw <laughs> Ready for a lava? leathery, pinkish, bird-like thing. I couldn't see its face, so I can't claim pterodactyl, but it didn't look like it had feathers, and it was just... Yeah, yeah it sounds and then like it was gone into the darkness like tr- of the night, and I look like never a fucking to return. Yeah, it sounds like a turkey. Vulture. I don't even even remember. God damn it, it does sound like a turkey. Yeah, vulture, does, but that's really, not the point. I see them all are the time. They, are they featherless? Do they cry like an Ka- eagle? Their head, yeah, their heads. Cry yeah. like an eagle. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off, right, let's get back to all the right. fucking show. I, 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 I was gonna go into Indians cry like cry for the eagles. Okay, three teachers, San Antonio, pterodactyl, pterodactyl. All right, cool. We got that. These bizarre sightings persisted in the area for several weeks, and it wasn't long before the press got wind of these encounters and a wave of big bird hysteria swept the motherfucking nation. Yeah, big not just Texas, hysteria. Not just the American Southwest. Yeah. The whole of it. Dude, see the shining sea. You got it. Both oil tycoons and local radio stations Ooh. offered a $1,000 reward for the capture of this creature, oh, wow. and television news what teams showed footage of 9 by 12 inch bird-like tracks that were said to be those of the big bird. Thank you for two measurements. Yeah. Thank yeah, two measurements. It's rare in this case. Yeah. The incident would soon reach the apex of its fame when it was spoofed by none other than the legendary Johnny Carson on The oh, Tonight Show. Johnny Carson got his what? dicks in his like, we got a big bird. Big bird barbs. Oh. Johan Carson. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think what's real funny is the oil tycoons are offering a thousand dollar reward. Yeah, or they're gonna put it like as if it's an extinct species, like this is what makes your oil. Yeah, like yeah. Why were they? Why were they concerned? So, so here's the who knows. Here's the funny juxtaposition. How fucking ah. how uh, I guess the economy the TV works. Show. Like yes. not the city. I won't do certain things. Like, oh, I'll pay you a thousand dollars for this. I'll be like, no, I won't do that job. But graphic design and web. Sure. Show. I'm like, yeah, no, it's not enough money. But this guy's like, thousand dollars, you're gonna get a big bird, and people well, are losing their fucking shit. This I is know it's the seventies. Times are different. I know. But yeah, but and it's but funny. Yeah. It's not like it's not like a good photo or no, like a uh, dead. some feathers or some shit that nah, might prove it genetically. Shit. No, you don't even have to mount it. You have to capture it live. Oh, I want to kill it. Sorry. Well, duh, you always that, want to that, kill yeah. it. Yeah, of course you want to kill it. The savior of mankind, destroy it. Yeah. As the frenzy surrounding this phenomenon peaked, at Dutch. Good old Ed Dutch. Good old Dutch. Commission officer of the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department. Of course he is. No doubt fearing that would-be monster hunters might mistakenly shoot and kill a large, rare, and protected bird, announced that the Texas big birds were now officially protected by state and federal law. They pro- Really? I don't know if Ed Dutch really has the clout to declare this. But well, I guess in no, honor of public um, safety. Dude, when you're at Dutch, yeah, you're, fucking and you're in charge doing of the fucking it, yeah. Texas Parks and Wildlife. Yeah. You're no fucking around guy. Yeah. Not at all. Respect. This is what he said. We have a number of species of birds that do exist in South Texas in the valley area. Many of them have wingspans of perhaps 10 feet or in excess of 10 feet, and some of them okay. are on the rare and endangered species list. The punishment for catching a protected bird could cost a hunter $5,000. Oof! If you're only getting a grand to get it, and it's going to cost you five, especially you're if you're, you're, yeah. you're killing some rare animal, thinking yeah. that it is the big bird. There's like two of them left in the world, and you're like, "Fuck you!" And you gun it down with your machine gun. Just da 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 da. Well, yeah, Good, you're dude. one of them. I did. I've never actually killed. Okay, I have killed an animal, but not in uh, not purposely. Not in anger. No, never. <laughs> not even for sport. Accidentally hit a cat. Feel bad about I it. I think I may wow. have at one point. Yeah, I feel terrible. I remember I was a teenager. It was a terrible time. I don't want to talk about it. All right, we're just going to table that. All right, cool. Thank you. Not long after the initial flap of sightings, a five-foot-tall Jabiru, the tallest flying bird found in South and Central America with a wingspan up to nine feet, was found far from its Latin American home near the Rio Grande River. Mm. This combined with video footage of a large blue heron, which was passed off on local new, on a local news program as genuine footage of the creature, led some to surmise that the whole big bird fad was nothing more than non-indigenous birds being misidentified by over-eager eyewitnesses. Of course, for those who had all too close encounters with this creature, such as Officer Padilla and Armando Grimaldo, the skeptics claimed that the whole flap was caused by nothing more than giant storks and blue herons was patently ridiculous. One does not need to be a trained ornithologist to recognize the differences between feathers and leathery skin, or even more poignantly, between a bird's beak and a primate's face. Alex Resendez claimed to have seen the big bird three times during the 1970s. The first two sightings consisted of brief glimpses of the beast over Brownsville, but the third time Alex swore he saw it in broad daylight near his rural McCook area home. Hmm. Alex said that the huge animal had landed not far from his cow pasture, which is not surprising as this animal, much like many creatures reputed to be from out of this world, was accused of numerous cattle mutilations. We got the bird that's killing cattle? Well, Well, if it is a predator... Allegedly killing Mm. If it is a bird of prey, 
Okay. And there was mysterious deaths. Now, I wish the evidence of that was a little more concrete. I yeah, this, seen, I know. Features of tail and claws. Something. Something. Seems dubious. Yeah. And, you know, okay. the bovine of the area. But they're throwing it out there, so I'm reporting it okay. back. Okay. Cool. He described, that is Alex described, the thing is having glassy black eyes underscored by distinctive red markings. Hmm. But its oddest feature was its was its beak. And this is how Alex described it. You have to look close because the beak is very transparent. If you see it real fast, you're going to think he ain't got no beak. Just quoting. I've never seen a bird that big. He was brownish like dirt. He does not have long legs and does not stand like other birds. Let's pause on that for a moment. Okay. What do you, what if you're mean? not just, standing like other birds, what, what does, does he fucking lay on his you, back? Is he crawling <laughs> on its belly? There's only one way a bird stands does it vertically. Have, does it have do do birds have knees? No. I mean, well, maybe well, some like knees. flamingos or whatever. But that's the first time someone actually described something other than the normal squat bird legs. He says long legs, like a heron. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I mean. The, it seems like the other ones didn't. No, just... no, no. I, I, either I read it wrong or you misheard it. Oh, okay. He does not oh, he have no. long legs. Oh, does not. Okay. And does not stand like other birds. Okay, so I didn't so even know that's, what that means. That's then. the fuck all. So if it's got normal bird legs, basically a bird body, a simian face with apparently translucent beak, which corroborates again to the Lawson and Davy sightings, which was right. the first. But how does how does it not stand like a normal fucking? Like, I don't know. Got yeah. forward bending knees. Is he like crouching oh, like gross. a dude? Normal legs don't hit. Normal bird legs don't have knees though, right? No, I don't or, think or, or do they? I, you know, besides flamingos, I don't think birds have knees. No, you can't say that. I'm not. Ostriches I'm not, clearly have I'm knees. I'm not a uh, what is it called? Emus, an ornithologist. Okay, I'm not one of those. None of us are, and all of us are a Google away, but. As not, per tradition, we no, do not do that. Not the, that. The standard ops, like bird of like, prey, like eagles. No, they have don't they have, have weird little like uh, those little weird knees, yellow right? feet with knives on them. No, but I think they have I think they have the <laughs> like, typical like I think they're short, but I think they have the reverse knee. I think they can cock up those I don't talons know, man. and I jam. Yeah, I, I don't no consider knees. that a knee. I guess. Right, let's but. let's not end our friendship over this. <laughs> oh Jesus! Jesus oh my God! Christ. <laughs> Mark, Mark just threw the All microphone. Right, man, He's so mad right Bless now. Bless your heart. All we know is it Avian does not. Anger. <laughs> It does not anyway. stand like normal okay. fucking. I don't know what that means. We don't know what that means. It's fine. But it's another guy that confirms the translucent beak. Yep. Interesting. But he's like, he's like, you got to look close. It ain't got no beak. Dirt brown plumage. Right. And those red markings beneath their eyes. That's which is yeah, but his eyes. He says glassy black eyes though, and just red markings like a shark's eyes. But not sort of. That's the most disgusting bird in the world. That is the most disgusting bird. Is that a California condor? That is. They are rough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and if you look at the way the eyes sit in the, especially the beak, it looks like it doesn't have a beak. So, think about this way: if it, if it was a California condor with like a damaged beak, where half of it was broken off, oh, so you could no. only see outlines it's of got, part of it, like it was in a fight. Like I don't know what its or mouth just would look like, or smashed into a trailer, or smashed into a fucking <laughs> trailer full on. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid fucking bird! It's so dumb. Yeah, maybe they're right. just not. Maybe that's yeah. what we're going for. Great right. night flyers, and it was just like I fucked up. I'm need to get somewhere. And Apparently, I'm really low. All right, let's just wrap this up, and we'll get to our discussion. Okay, yeah. Rob, Alex, Alex estimated that the brown bird stood over four feet tall. But before he could inspect it any further, an angry bull charged at the creature. So Ooh. it was in his fucking field. Bull versus bird. Doing its thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What the, the, wait, what'd the bird do? I'll tell you. Right. The big bird wasted no time in unfurling its large wings, 
which much to his surprise appeared to have blue and white stripes. America, America. No. <laughs> it's got right uh, under the eyes, blue and white. Well, it is, blue, it's it not is blue and white. It's red and white. But this is the spirit of America. It's two out of three colors. America. It's got the red under the eye. It's got three out of three. <laughs> okay, keep it going. No, keep going. And took flight. The short legs and translucent beak would seem to indicate that this is not a typical stork or heron, as skeptics claimed. While Texas has long been known for its Thunderbird sightings, and there are more than a few who have speculated that the big bird may be the very same creature, there is nothing in the annals of American zoology that even remotely compares to this ferocious flying ape-faced fiend that stalked the Texas skies all those years ago. Okay, so... So, 1970s, first off, it we is got the Texas embodiment of America. It's the bicentennial super condor. I it think is. we can all agree. Amber with Waves of Terror. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. That is totally the tagline oh of the movie. Amber Waves of Terror. How could it not be? Oh, oh my God. There's a big <laughs> fucking monkey faced bird with a weird fucking beak and a okay. sonic weapon smashing into so, your trailer. Wanting to knife fight you. It, probably has, it has its own knife it, it pulls out. In fair, it never wants to knife fight you. What it wants to do is stare at you fucking menacingly and then disappear in the most ominous fashion yeah, possible. Yeah, dude, because it knows if you get the fear, it ruins the meat. That it's going to eat off your body. That's oh. so true. Well, that, no, Again, that, that's only in like ha- the half of the claims. Right. Okay, there's so many claims. I don't even know how to well, do this. Yeah. In a big flap like this, you always have to think there's going to be a certain amount of wannabes Right. There's going to be a certain amount of people that are wishful thinking. They might see, uh, you know, an indigenous well, yeah. bird right. flying that appears to be larger than normal because people are going to be looking skyward more often during a flap like this. And then they might, in all innocence, report it as an anomalous sighting just because yeah. this, the whole thing is going on around them. You know, yeah. It's become a pop culture sensation. And then there's others that will abuse that privilege and try to give themselves a moment of notoriety. Right. So we have to weigh that in. There's teachers that think they see pterodactyls. But a teacher, a group oh, of geez. teachers seeing pterodactyls, mm, maybe, it, them. maybe it wasn't as taboo back then, but I think that that is going to really uh, heap a lot of ridicule on them. They're fucking teachers. You claim to see an extinct fucking right. flying reptile. You're going to get a raft of or shit. Or they're just underpaid, underappreciated, and they're trying to get into the limelight. It's and a they're possibility. Trying, they're just trying to be like, you know what, Deborah? Let's do this. <laughs> there you go. Deborah. Don't malign Deborah. I'm, you know it was know Nancy's if idea. If it was Deborah or Barb. Barb. I don't know who was. Okay, so there's one claim by a dude who just saw a, the the thing flying outlined in the sky. Yes. Yeah. There, I'm gonna, there's I'm, two claims of it. Well, the guy who was attacked. N- not him. The The... Ew. The police officer? Yeah, the police yep. officer. Yep. Okay, that one I'm going to set aside because right. thing in the sky doesn't mm. give me any information at no. all. It, five yeah, foot no. high, 12 foot wingspan. Um, it had a big bald head and simian-like features he claims to see. Okay, so yeah, I wait, mean, hold it, on. No, there, there's one where just s- s- dude saw the I'm thing. I'm pretty sure yeah, his, partner, the first, the first his partner, his colleague yeah. Homer Galvin, yeah, also that's reported not seeing me. the thing. Right. But due to it, but see, but the thing is, what's good about this, if Homer Galvin's sighting were standalone, mm-hmm. then I agree with Chris, discard it. Right. But because it came hot on the heels of Padilla, who claimed to say, see a uh, 12-foot wingspan, five-foot bird with yeah, well, yeah, uh, yeah. bald head, simian-like features, and bright red eyes, then that sort of corroborates. Like, there was definitely a big bird in the sky that day. Right. Yeah, no, I'm not saying there wasn't something. I'm just saying seeing that you saw something in the sky doesn't help me. 
Right. No, I agree, but it helps corroborate that there was something that there. Sighting. But that's about it. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I, like I don't believe sta- that standalone. It's garbage. But as corroboration to Padilla, I think no, that's right, fine. It has some I don't. Merit. I don't believe anyone's making anything up here. But here's the thing I, about they're, Padilla. They're, they're seeing something. The thing about Padilla is seeing? this, and we have to acknowledge this: twelve foot wingspan, <laughs> five foot tall, uh, bald head. Simeon-like features and red eyes. He doesn't describe a translucent beak. Now, yeah. Simeon features could go either way, but again, when you look at a California condor, that if you looks, see that from a distance, that uh, looks yeah. like a bald, scummy monkey all, head. Yeah, it does. All, yeah, it, totally. yeah, it completely does. Like, so there's a possibility uh, that's, that's so, what it is. So gross. It's got that asshole. Yeah. What, like, what I mean, monkey at, has uh, like that, a, the nose? Not, the, not a gibbon, but... But at least has a fucking... Be- the other one... Okay, so... There's only one thing that every one of these has in common. One attribute, and that's... Well, no, not even. I was going to say it's flying, but not even, because it moonwalks for, the, for like two sightings. Yeah, it does. But flying seems to be the only thing. Well, that, it's got wings, so that, it's clearly right. designed to fly. It is bird-like and has wings. Yeah, I mean, it's... What's interesting is those big boxy wings like this yeah. actually look like the Owl Man of Cornwall. They did. Right. Some yeah, of those drawings. like what some yeah. of the yeah. girls drew. Yeah, absolutely. Because they yeah. were straight down and like a cross. Yeah, exactly. Not like a... Very rectangular. Yeah. Now, generally speaking, Thunderbirds, you know, cryptozoologically speaking, those are supposed to be like, uh, what are they, like almost paranormal, right? Well, yeah. I mean, it goes back to Native like American sky folklore. or something. And, and, and that doesn't mean that they weren't uh, giving spiritual characteristics to a bona fide creature and there's of course that great case in illinois where a kid got scooped up there's a lot of famous thunderbird right. sightings but scooped you're right a lot of it is associated with spiritualism yeah and uh and that's fascinating and, Although, and maybe maybe there is some loose tenuous with, connection with these sightings though there's nothing paranormal going on besides just a really big awkward looking bird hitting someone's trailer walking back yeah no it didn't do anything that was like not Physically in yeah. the reality, it was yes. like it, it, it poofed, nothing preternatural. There was, yeah, there was like a fireball. Nothing paranormal. Imagine if this thing fucking no. shot. It shoots fireballs. The weirdest wings. thing was like, oh, was the sound that in the, the beak sonic, didn't appear to the, move. But I'm not convinced that guy wasn't hammered in his trailer. But now Rob did mention that but, he he saw a miniature pterodactyl outside his house and it made a shrieking noise, which is well, what, he didn't say it was a pterodactyl. Okay, well we're we're gonna say that Rob said that it was a pterodactyl. Fair enough. Perfect. So, but <laughs> okay, turkey okay. vultures do make a really fucking terrible noise. Yeah, they're gross. They, they're and they're ungodly. Yeah, if you're not used to what big birds do and say, yeah, they can be terrifying. Yeah. So and so, a lot of these could be probably explained away. Right. Um. By mean, bird. In fact, all of it could be explained away by an injured bird that is not local to that area. Okay. That, like, say, maybe has a damaged beak. That is injured. It's walking more than it's flying. It's when it's flying, it's all fucked up. It's hitting yeah. trailers. It doesn't. It, it maybe it's just messed up and died somewhere where nobody could find it. Oh, um, this is in the days before iPhones, because otherwise we'd have scads of evidence. And yeah, people yeah. and scientists well, would probably be able to either dismiss it right away or say, "Holy shit, there's something genuinely bizarre going on." Sure. Um, but more like than likely, you, the first one. Yeah. Like you said, though, it does sound like it's a bird that that has it, it's it. It's taken on some sort of damage, or it, it's just—it's all basically fucked up. Well, it, even if it's cryptozoological, it seems like it's injured. Yeah, yeah, because it's—I mean, flying into the trailer, like, why the? I mean, like, did it come in for a landing and totally I mean, misgaged everything? Unless it was like, jet black and it had like lost altitude for some reason. Yeah, just, I don't. It, it seems. I like, don't know why. I, don't, I mean, I don't think I've ever seen a bird. Like, like I've, a, I've hit a bird with my car, but dude, I've never seen a bird. I've like, had a, I've had birds crash into my window. 
Really? Yeah, a few. But is diamonds. it because of the, the 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 demon? Is that what that's about? No, that's because, yeah, it's because of the demon. Mark. Oh, I'm just <laughs> Wow, that was condescending. That was really condescending, Chris. I would appreciate it. You're the one that sh- I was threw a demon. about the fucking demon. There is no demon. You don't know that. I do know that. <sighs> I've been Are here you just for five trying years. to confer a demon on Chris with no mm, fucking reason? Maybe. Yeah. Oh boy. Possibly. That's not cool. <laughs> I'm saying birds are dumb and they see reflections it's or whatever, and they try to fly into and they, them. They do hit windows because they obviously can. Yeah, they don't. Because they're dumb. Because they are stupid. Yeah. Not the brainiest animals on no, earth. No, not at all. Which is not to disparage a bird. Unless, of course. We're the bird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is all a birds f- out there that are listening. If it is a flying primate, then it might be exponentially more intelligent and just fucked up. Yeah, it's true. Could be. I mean, like I said, like I mentioned in the different places, all around the world, giant bat-like creatures and or flying monkeys are real are cryptids. Thing. Yeah, which I, we need yeah. to get into, we need to, get yeah. into the, the, to the Basquatch, definitely, and the flying monkeys, totally. I need to know about those. There's lots of interesting cases. Ivan T. Sanderson covered a lot of them in his travels. Uh, a lot of other missionaries and cryptozoologists right. like <clears throat> Papua New Guinea and other places. Um, there's In New Guinea, there are all sorts of sightings of bioluminescent pterodactyls so it's not like um and even over the american southwest and down through south america sightings of classic crested devil-tailed pterodactyls are not entirely uncommon not super common but not uncommon okay now that could be ghosts of nether yore or that could be some legitimate cryptozoologist did i just coin a phrase you did yeah are you from the nether yore i'm not convinced it's not a dickens novel somewhere I, I feel like it probably is. is. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google, Google, Google ghosts of Nether York. <laughs> Jesus. All right, so I think we all kind of have our own sort of ideas about this. Uh, Robert, know. what do you uh, what do you think? You know, unfortunately, I've got to say, based on the evidence they have and the descriptions, I am fascinated by. A translucent beak more than anything. I don't yeah. know why, because that is so yeah, genuinely weird, anomalous weird, and so yeah. unlike anything else. But there are birds like the California condor that really do look like scum monkeys if you remove the beak. They look just bizarre. They look like a shitty animated turtle in those like tortoise in the hair racing cartoons from Warner Brothers back in the day. Oh, yeah. Except deformed and fucked up. So I'm inclined to think, and you know this goes against my grain, that this is just an animal that is not indigenous to the area of Southern Texas that ended up there somehow injured profoundly. And and, in a sense that it can't fly very well, though it can fly enough to, you know, make a nuisance of itself and maybe damaged facially in a way that like little girls obviously couldn't tell, or people that, you know, just come out of their trailer terrified after a fucking lambasting on the side of their motorhome to see that this thing is there and why birds fly away naturally they don't tend to like people even if it's a big bird literally a yeah, big bird they don't moonwalk they tend to fly the away they moonwalk yeah. in the shadows if they're one of two things they they can't fly they, and they're right. just trying to get away or <coughs> they're I, demonic as fuck and just trying to be as it, creepy as possible but I'm not erring on the side of demon here I'm erring on the side <laughs> of injured large bird that created one of the most phenomenal cryptozoological yeah. flaps well, that's in, what, that's in what the history of the US like, I mean that's honestly, what I was going to go for too like I was trying to I work thought you were going to go demon no I was trying but to do, I thought I you were going to go yeah, was, fucking weird uh, actually well, I usually do I was you, trying to usually that's my jam I was trying to work in a demon but especially I, I because there's at least two 
There's at least two that say red glowing eyes, right? Right. Yes. That's it. But there's at least two. But I always think eye shine. Do, I always think different birds, things. I, think, I know. I don't think but birds give up, give up eye shine though, do they? Shit. Fucked if I know. I have no idea. I, I mean, because if I if I saw a bird with eye shine, I'd be like, oh, birds got lasers. We're fucked. And then that would be it. See, be I over. always assume. You know what's funny? I see weird shit sometimes. And I'm just like, yeah, I just don't know that much about nature. Right. Go. No, same here. But yeah. a lot of times I could be seeing some ill shit, and I just don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah. Well, I don't yeah. know shit all about nature, so fucking do it nature yeah, i'm not a zoologist <laughs> yeah. add some crypto to that shit <laughs> that's how i roll i'm gonna agree i'm going to uh, agree with you though i think that what we're dealing with here is maybe some sort of injured i'm gonna say it does it really does sound like, like a california condor and i there was a actually i did um see videos of these recently with another cryptozoology case that i was checking out and um yeah, they are goddamn enormous. Like, you don't really realize how big they are until you see them next to a person and it's like, shit, you could probably ride one of those to work. <laughs> like, you could literally oh, jump on this thing and be like, yeah. go, Falcor, go. And it would just take <laughs> off. Falcor. I'm going to name it Falcor and I'm going to rip it off in the fucking. All right, I'm going to get a real Falcor and ride that into my bullies. And that would be my sweet. B- yeah. Yeah. Sweet in the alley. Bullies. Yeah. So I'm. Yeah, so I'm I want to see never ending. Whether, whether, <laughs> oh, I'll trade you. Anyway, maybe terrible band. Anyway, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. Great character. Terrible, terrible band. band. So maybe, um, you know, like you said, if, if its beak is injured and it's not when, you know, it is flying, it, it goes into a trailer, tries to get in a knife fight. Uh, the whole walking away thing makes me think that it does have an injured wing and it can't fly because you would think that it would really jet. So I'm basically I'm mimicking everything that you're just right. saying. I'm saying it in a different <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. all I'm doing. To play literally devil, all I'm doing. I love that okay. you do that. But to play devil's advocate, once we once we got that uh, fa- fascinating story um, about the the Bruja Rubio, right? The fact that it's it's not ever said to have a human head, so that's kind of throw off. But a human headed bird bodied entity being a paranormal. Um, form that somebody who's practicing the dark arts can use to, you know, exact revenge or torment somebody that did them wrong. Yeah. Now you've got to wonder: is it the whole fucking southern Texas area that did someone wrong, or if it's gone well, astray? But- I don't think that's the case. But that's one thing I ne- I didn't think of when I originally wrote that article because right. that other case wasn't even in my mind. Well, yeah. Right. And now you have to at least say. Huh, All right, that's a strange analogy. Well, we we can entertain the idea, and especially because of like you know, loc- I don't think magic is tied to a, a certain area of you know the country or whatever. But location wise, it is close to Mexico, which those two stories that happened. Well, no, the one story happened in the, yeah. the Flying Fiends of Mexico City, Venezuela, and then Venezuela was the one afterwards. Yeah, so you had the Flying Fiends of Mexico City, which is very similar though to the uh, the Bruja Rubio. Right, so much like killer bees have been threatening to do forever. Oh, are you trying to say that the, the witches are coming up? Are we yeah, having a, 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 sweet. a vengeance-filled witch migration coming ah, northward? Cool. Yeah. I mean, I used to read about fucking killer bees well, in the fucking 80s. We were all scared. I well, thought yeah, it was, it was terrifying. a plague of hate that was coming to decimate us all. Yeah, that quicksand. was the deal. We were going to kill everybody. The fucking school library I had. I was never afraid of quicksand. I was always afraid of quicksand. Oh, me too. Yeah. Quicksand really? was... Yeah, because yeah, every was TV everywhere. show I saw, I thought anytime I walk was, in the woods... It was everywhere. It's a risk I'm taking. Except it was not everywhere. Dude, I... I'm hearing stories like, dude, don't go in Montezuma. There's quicksand. I'm like, no, I don't want to die. I never, never ending story. Remember those fears. Well, I'm with Mark on quicksand, no, but I think we can really all agree. Love. Jesus Christ, we really? can all when agree. We're pulling your ass out of a quicksand pit. We're like, so we fucking told you so. Well, you're we're both like, in quicksand right? surrounded by killer bees. We're all fucked. I feel like oh, I was a quicksand expert go. apparently because I avoided it and I'm alive and we're all alive because I right, never well, was. We, <laughs> 
We all made it. We all made it. Christopher, what do you think? I was concerned is? more with nuclear war than quicksand. Well, yeah, well, I wasn't there for that. But regardless, it was nukes, killer bees, and then quicksand. I mean, let's get the fucking. Oh yeah, no, right. nukes, killer bees, and then like I don't know, onions or something. Uh, onions I, never kill. They do for me. Mm. So, Chris, Christopher, what do you think this is? Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's, I agree with you guys. Very, I'm, we're, we're, all, all, we're all on the same. We're, we're on, on the, the boat same, again. We're all on the same non-exciting. Not waiting for you guys to fuck it up. Wait, can you guys can you guys ride the demon boat when can, can we all be on it when we're all being skeptical? No, or is no, that this the is, science this boat? Is, no, we're, are, you, oh, yeah, are we on the skeptical? Yeah, it's boat? a science boat. There's <gasps> computers. Is Bill Nye at the helm. There's and, data uh, machines. Yeah, uh, shit. Neil deGrasse Tyson is there ruining everything for us. He's what? He's awesome. He's complaining about BB-8 not being able to work in real life. I don't care. I want to enjoy BB-8. Oh, don't be such a Star Wars fanboy uh, that you hate Neil deGrasse Tyson. Tyson. I, listen, first Plenty of, all, of us hate Star I, Wars. I absolutely love Neil deGrasse Tyson. Wow, that's hard. <laughs> I absolutely love Neil deGrasse Tyson. I'm just saying sometimes facts and science removes the fun. Dude, he, wow. do, he yeah. doesn't really hate those. He watches, He loves movies. You know, he I, know. I, I, I like his tweets. I think he's a good dude. Yeah, he is. He, I, I love him on Joe Rogan. So we're all in the same uh, boat here that we're saying that this is probably just an injured giant California condor. I think there's multiple right. birds that were being sighted. Okay. I think, no, I, I think it got, seems like they're different things. Totally. You've got other things that I think are being sighted, and and I think that the close-up ones that were particularly disturbing may have been an injured California condor, may have been something else. The really intense description by uh, Alec Resendez, um, where you know it's four feet tall with blue and white striped wings yeah, well, and fucking that, that this one's... and that. Either that's embellishment he saw a genuine cryptid he's or just scared or he's, it could be that out. could actually be the description of a real fucking bird and yeah. none of us know that well the california counter does have white stripes under its, its but wings. the blue no no blue that's but, why it could be a different I mean, thing if you're black if, if you've got like black feathers and there's like a blue stripe and like a, a, a white stripe like you know what i'm saying is i think multiple birds were probably responsible for the whole set oh, yeah, of sightings totally. yeah um i'm actually probably most intrigued by the three anonymous teachers who saw a pterodactyl yeah that's fucking yeah, weird I man but i think they're they're trying to get out of their job i think they're like fuck this job we saw a pterodactyl maybe maybe <coughs> or maybe. you know what you're right maybe land of the lost and leathery wings also implies some sort of monster bat maybe maybe there was a giant south american bat that came up started a little bit of a frenzy ended up flying home or migrating wherever the fuck it wants to go and then other natural birds from the area were seen and that it became this one giant uh, flap of mayhem based on the sightings of some legitimate yeah. shit that shouldn't have been around there. There you go. Uh, maybe. Or maybe it was a fucking monster. It could be a monster. No, they were definitely, I I would say 99% sure there, there's different things here. Yeah, I think so to I, different I agree creatures. I both you. I think that people are definitely seeing different, different type things. But, we all agree that it's just regular birds. And well, we can all agree large regular birds. that the idea of a translucent beak revealing a fucking monkey-like face, regardless of whether or not it's a misinterpretation or a bona fide cryptozoological sighting, is fucking fascinating and kind of fucking No, it's, ter it's, it's pretty gnarly. Yeah, it's terrible. It makes me a little sick to my stomach. It's gross. Yeah. I hate it. Bye. It's right. Brody to the max. There you have it. Thank you for joining us for the Kryptonaut Podcast. Uh, stick around after the outro. We're going to be doing some reviews for the show, sent in by you good folks out there. Uh, be sure to leave us a rating and review. Be sure to follow us on the social medias, the uh, Instagrams, the Twitters, the Facebooks. 
Um, closing thoughts. Oh, you know what? I found a super cool new podcast this week. Our buddy Adam Benedict over there from the Pine Barrens Institute launched his own podcast slash not podcast mm. a few weeks back, and I'm all caught up on it, and I'm going to say everyone check it out. It is super fun. Awesome. Right and we get all kinds of fucking props on there from everyone. Oh, so shut fuck out. Yeah, so check it out. The uh, that, that Again, that is the Pine Barrens Institute podcast. Uh, I can't say institute, so I'm going to try it again. The Pine Barrens Institute Podcast. I Why thought you did it right so both hard times. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. Really I didn't. I didn't hear the mistake the first time. I can't say words. I'm sorry. Bless your heart. I let you guys down. I'm sorry. It's all right. So check that out. The link for that will be in the description you of this fall, podcast. We pick you up. Oh, you, you raise me up. up. Oh, we did it wrong, but it's okay. So I can stand uh, merch. Up. Be sure to Dad. check out. Well, <laughs> you raise me up. Oh no. You don't let me finish. Oh, I I yeah, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I was I was going over your Aaron Neville. My bad. Okay, so. I was Josh Grobening. So. Oh, you were doing the Groben. I didn't even get to the oh, little shit. African Kids Choir. Son uh, of a bitch. God damn it! All right. <laughs> so check it out. T Public. Be sure to uh, grab some merch there. Any purchases made there help support the podcast. And financially. we're gonna have some new shirts coming we got up some soon. New shirts oh, that are coming shit. up there soon. Uh, also to the Big Cartel. Be sure to check that out. We got a couple of the packages left. I think we might have like I don't know. Maybe four. Like we're running super low on those, but we have things that we can make some more if we need to. So it's no big deal. So check those out. The link will be in the description of this podcast. Thank you for joining us, and talking to you soon. In Dubadilly. Merry Christmas. See you next year. Stick around for the second goodbye. See you. No oh, Jesus. I know. All right, cool. Thank you for sticking around for the ratings and reviews. We're going to get it kicked off here from iTunes. We got Funny Informative Beards, five stars, Adam C. Weaver. Nice. I never cared about cryptids, despite a big interest in the paranormal, the occult, and conspiracy theories. These guys have changed all that. The stories, the banter, and above all, the sense of humor. Everything comes together to create one of the best podcasts out there in any category. Boom. Damn. Hot diggity. There what, it is. Uh, what about best cheeses? Is it is are we, are we, are we in that one? The best cheese category? Yeah. We probably could be. All right. We're pretty big in like Hungary and Lithuania. Delicious so. meats? Yeah. Oh, spiced Italian meats. There you go. Space Robert. vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> Space vegetables. Robert, what do you got from Facebook? I've got a review from Matthew McGuire. Five out of five. These guys are the Sasquatch's balls. Oh, my God. Three exclamation points. Wow. Thank you, Matthew. They really enjoy what they talk about and mix in the best references. D&D, anime, movies. It's like I am listening to a podcast from my old college buddies. By the way, the phrase monkey dick was said, and I choked on my diet pop so hard I almost threw up. Keep up the excellent work. Oh, All right. We will do go. our Almost damn killing Matthew. people. That's our <laughs> <Yeah>. job. <laughs> Throwing a monkey dick up in the works. The Sasquatch's balls. All right. Here funny. we go. Uh, this is coming again. iTunes. Funny and informative beard bros. Four stars. <laughs> four stars from Wipex. I recently just found your podcast without a referral. For many years, I have shied away from iTunes because I am not... 
I'm sorry, I am not on my computer as much as uh, to bother even opening the app. Understandable. Mm. So I had to install it and find my old account information and leave a review. That's kind of a pain in the ass to do. Thank you for doing wow, that. Wow, yeah, that's fucking above and beyond. I, primary, I primarily listen via Podcast Addict uh, for Android, which is cool. It's actually a really good app. Anyway, regarding the cast, I was happy to find another paranormal podcast that doesn't take itself so seriously. Some podcasts feel like an ASMR session and put me to sleep. In addition to topics discussed, I also find the humor exactly matches my own, which makes the podcast much more enjoyable. When it comes to my own overall thoughts on this cast, I must say I am deeply disappointed that the fifth star I was going to give you was abducted by aliens. Oh. It was either that or the probe, which would have been fine, but they had said that they were out of lube. I had no choice. Anyway, cheers. Keep up the good work. I can live with that experience. Oh, man. You made the right decision. So we got the four-star review on the iTunes because the fifth star got abducted. So there it is. Boom. Yeah. That's actually a pretty funny review. It's really (laughs) the best four-star review we've ever gotten. Yeah, and... uh, Actually, Podcast Addict uh, for the Android, um, if you are out there and you're listening on this, I believe you can leave a review on Podcast Addict. We we chart, this is Inside Baseball, but we actually chart pretty well on, on this app specifically for Android. It's like one of the most popular podcast apps. So, um, yeah, my uh, my father actually has Podcast Addict and uses it to listen to this show. So, what up, Dad? So, cool. There you hey. go. Enough of my ramblings. Robert, continue. Brandon Williams presents us with... A five-star review. Oh, thank you, Brandon. I came across your podcast a week ago, and after listening to the first episode, I instantly fell in love with you guys and continued to binge listening. That's right. I said I binge listened to every episode. So far, my favorite episode is the Annabelle. Damn, all through all the episodes? Uh, That's the one-two punch of paranormal glory. It's like 52, damn. I've been into cryptozoology and the paranormal my whole life. Keep up the good work. You guys are extremely entertaining. I get giddy with anticipation waiting on the new episode to come out. You guys, and this is all of us collectively. Nice. Our national treasures. Oh, oh shit. Damn. So you guys have been elevated. I'm, you know, I've been standing alone on the national treasure podium for a while. What? So now we're all there? Thank you. Follow oh, thank the you. map. Now we can huddle for warmth. Find thank me. You. Thank you, Brandon. And now we can all stay warm on our national uh, treasure pedestal. Is, do, we, do we get a pedestal? Yeah, we do. We get? Okay, it's right cool. next to the Lincoln Monument. It's pretty awesome. All right, the last one here to close <laughs> out the reviews. One of the best five stars from The Huntress Witch. Ooh, oh, jeez. Love this podcast. I look forward to every new episode. I am slowly making it through the older episodes and enjoying every minute of it. I always learn something I didn't know before. I laugh every episode because these dudes are funny AF. Damn. And quality of the podcast is A++++. Dang nibbit. Three pluses. (laughs) Stay creepy. Boom. Five-star review. Thank you, Huntress Witch. Thank you. Oh, yeah. All right, so we got one more coming from Robert. What do we got? And this is from Chris Ward. The guys are hilarious. They cover rare and eclectic cryptids. Nice word. It's like sitting around with three old friends telling crazy stories. I love this pod. We love you, Chris. Oh, we do. Thank you, Chris. There it is. Thank oh, you. thanks. I love you guys. Oh, wait. It's not me, is it? Oh, oh there you go. <laughs> Somebody there else with my name. Uh, all right, cool. So there you have it. Thank you for sticking around for the ratings and reviews. Uh, again, be sure to leave those on the iTunes and Apple Podcast apps or our Facebook page. We will read them on the show. Um, I think we pushed all of our stuff in Pushed the, the fudge out of it. Yeah, Jeez, we pushed all the stuff we had to push. So uh, you know what? We'll be talking to you soon. Absolutely. See you. See you in the next dimension. Everyone cough. Get it out now. Hold on.
Smacky lips, smacky lips. Smacky, smacky. That's terrible. If anybody heard it. Okay. Just going to get my voice rolled up. Does anyone get a beer now? Yeah, I'll take one. Yeah, I know. Here, actually, I'll grab it. If anybody hears that, they're going to fucking puke. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, my God. What? What the fuck was he? Stickums. Oh, I got, oh, I got sticky teeth and sticky lips. <laughs> let's let's hydrate Christ, before man. we pod from now on. I think, you know, I honestly think. Do much, we need waters? Like, too? I think, <laughs> it's probably dehydration in booze. And I'm not sure if you guys have noticed, but my face is getting dried out from not only the weather, but from the booze. I did not notice. It's bad. Like, if I have, like, two or three IPAs, I, I wake up and I'm insta-Ted Kennedy. So you're like fucking Killer Croc. It's, I really am. <laughs> oh, <laughs> terrible. I wake up oh, and I'm just like, no. oh, my God. Even, like, regular beers do it to me now. Dude, you have to You have to have and half. You got to don't give up the booze. Dude, Lord would not want yeah, you to give no. up you the booze. Need to drink, you need, but it's drink the time water. of the year up here in the I, north. I'm, and I'm, I work outside. You got to drink so, more water. So I get dry. And True. I, it's all I drink. I drink shitloads of water except for when I go home and I crush six beers and pass out. You also need creams and unguents. Oh, to I make have, your flesh I have supple. Creams. I actually, I, today I, 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 I was using vitamin E on my face. Oh, did it work? I don't know. Did you go know. for a little cucumber facial? I, I, don't, Seaweed I wrap? don't look as Kennedy-esque as I usually do. You don't it, look puffy as fuck. No. That guy was three heads worth of head. It, yeah. it, but it's, it's that red alcoholic face. It's that red, like, I drink too much and have problems face. That's the thing you don't oh, want, and that's wow. what I get. Wow. Yeah, you only I, from like six beers. It isn't really a lot I think, of beers. I think that might be you just being a little hard on yourself. I don't know, man. I get weird about it's my face. It's hard to be Ted Kennedy drunk. I mean, he's superior, he right? superior <laughs> senator, oh, man. acknowledged murderer drunk. <laughs> I mean, that's a man that was half waiting his life to be assassinated and half just drinking his way through legislation. So did, didn't, yeah. he, didn't he like kill a woman and then he like swam out of the car and was like, oh, I didn't do it. And then like left. That's true. <laughs> but did he actually swim out of the car? I don't, I don't know. I don't no, he know bailed story. on the car. She drowned and it was a shit heel move and he continued to be a senator. And even though uh, I might align with some of his ideas. Wow. Boston. Yeah. Wow, Massachusetts. Yeah. Good on you, fuckers. Thanks for trying. Yeah. Yeah.